What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome to Easy Money, a sports betting show, Thursday, September 16th, 2021. Hope everybody's been having a good week. Get closer to that weekend. I got a pretty good slate of uh, baseball games today. Also got Thursday night football tonight, which I'm looking forward to. It's always good when there's some football on. Uh, I think there's one. Co- I think there might even be one college football game on tonight as well. All right. Before we get started, don't forget catch Easy Money Sports Betting Show Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern. Got started a little bit late. They had some stuff going. Uh, how are you doing, today, Eric? Not too bad. Not too bad. Ready to, uh, for a weekend of sports? Oh, yeah. Got Got UFC a- on Saturday. Football, week two of football should be good. College football. Yeah. Tonight we have uh, the Giants in the in the Washington football team. Yeah. Also have uh, Ohio against Louisiana Lafayette in college football. Ohio Bobcats. Against the Raging Cajuns. Well, let's get, we'll start today with some baseball, and then we'll get back to the football. Uh, first game we have for today would be the Rockies at the Braves. Uh, Braves are minus one and a half on the run line, minus 180 money line. Rockies are plus 152 on the money line. Over-under for this game is set at nine, or excuse me, eight. Uh, the Rockies won the first two games of the series. Uh, the Rockies have also won five of the... Five of their last six on the road, which is kind of interesting since they have one of the worst road records in the league. Uh, Marquez is starting for the Rockies. He, uh, they won. Uh, Rockies have won six of uh, Marquez's last eight starts. Uh, Anderson for the Braves. He, he's a uh, four and one at home, so he pitches pretty well at home. Uh, I think I like the Braves here just a lot because of their. I think their offense at home is going to be better than Rockies' offense on the road. I mean, Rockies are worst road team in the league. They won five of the last six on the road, so they're due to lose. <laughs> uh, so I would lean toward the Braves at the minus one eighty on the money line. Yeah, I'd definitely go with the Braves on that. <laughs> Next game we have is the Reds at the Pirates. Uh, Reds are minus one and a half on the run line, minus 178 money line. Pirates are plus 150 on the money line. Over-under for this game set at eight. Uh, Pirates have won the first two games of this series. The Reds have been playing fucking terrible. I really don't... I don't see how they have the Reds as a fucking favorite after (laughs) the way they're playing. Uh, that we did score some runs, but we're giving up too many runs now. Uh, but all that saying, I'm still going with the Reds because Tyler Malley is on the mound. He's been solid all season. Really only had like one start where he got roughed up real bad. Uh, and this Overton for the uh, Pirates, or no, excuse me, it's Brault for the Pirates. It's going to be pitching, and, and he's 0-3 with a 5.86 ERA. Malley's eleven and five with a three point seven three ERA. Uh, I like the I like the Reds here at the minus one seventy eight money line. Uh, 
I see the Reds getting back getting back on track today. Yeah, you would think they would. I'm surprised that the Pirates really have played the Reds how they have the last two games. Our uh, Pirates have been pounding the ball, dude. They've been yeah. their offense has got hot all of a sudden. You know what? I mean, I low key like the Pirates, man. You know, because I watch a lot of the the players come up through the Indianapolis Indians organization. You know, I go to a lot of their games and pitcher they had pitching another night uh, was actually from Indianapolis. Uh, Peters, I think it was from Cathedral, if I remember right. I think so. Yeah, yeah I mean, oh, go ahead. I like well, I, <clears throat> I like watching the Pirates. I mean, mainly just because you know I'm real familiar with a lot yeah. of their players, kind of. But but they're the worst team, one of the worst teams in the league. <laughs> yeah, and the Reds are just fucking man. They're on you're, a you're they're right. on late season collapse. The Reds, man. yeah. They're only five games over five hundred now. Yeah, because we've lost like ten of our last fucking thirteen, and we're right there in the playoff. They were race. Like five games from first place, weren't? Or from leading their division, anyways. At one time they were. Now they're way behind leading the division, but they're like I think now they're probably a game back on the wild card now since they've lost the last two nights. They need to get their heads out their ass. That's for sure. I'm telling you. Why do the Reds keep doing this every year? Any any year that they have, a, it seems like they got a decent squad and they got a legitimate chance to make a good playoff run. They end up having a late season collapse. One thing that's hurting them is not having Winker, but it, it ain't hurting them that much. No. Uh, the bullpen, bullpen's terrible, and I don't I don't care for the manager. I mean, but I've been saying that for the Reds have lost four in a row. Farmer hit a game, uh, hit a home run last night in the eighth inning to tie the game up, and then they end up losing. I mean, they just can't. I don't know. Yeah, the night that, before they lost, got down six nothing, came back, lost six five. Just yeah, it's that that bullpen mainly is their main main. And the last two nights, our start, the starters didn't pitch great. Like Gutierrez didn't pitch bad, but they were hitting them. And then the night before. Miley, or not Miley, Miley gave up three runs in the first inning. That never, only never happens with Wade Miley on the mound. So. The next game you have the Athletics against the Royals. Uh, Oakland's minus one and a half on the run line, minus 118 money line. Royals are plus 100 on the money line. Over-under for this game is set at 10. You got Blackburn on the mound for the Athletics. Lynch on the mound for the Royals. Uh I like the athletics here. Royals are up up and down team. And the athletics, I, I think, have a little bit of a pitching advantage uh, in this game. So I would lean toward the athletics at the minus 118 on the money line. That Lynch, though, he's 7-2. and two. Or the team is 7-2, and two, my bad, in their last nine starts. And Lynch has looked pretty pretty good so far. I don't know, I think if there's one you wanted, if you wanted to take one on this one, I'm not so sure. I wouldn't take the the A's on this one or Kansas, Kansas City. My bad. Just because yeah. of Lynch. I mean, Lynch has been playing, been pitching really good, but. I don't know if they'll have enough offense to back him up. That's what I was getting ready to say. That's the only thing that worries me is the Royals' offense. 
So, Angels at the White Sox. Uh, White Sox were minus one and a half on the run line, minus 178 money line. Angels were plus 150 on the money line. Over-under for this game is at eight and a half. The Angels beat the Sox yesterday, didn't they? Uh, I believe. Okay, on here, it's saying that Cobb is starting for the Angels. But on the thing, I was on line earlier, it was saying that Otani was starting tonight. That makes a big difference. I mean, if Otani's starting, then that maybe gives you a chance to to go for the Angels because he just such he can he can be such a dominant pitcher. Yeah. And then he can be dominant with his bat also. So. Looking real quick, see if I, to double check. But from what I saw, it said Otani was on the mound. Top story. I wouldn't think it. And I feel like Otani just pitched. Like it shouldn't be his turn in the rotation yet. Oh, it might be, though. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure, but for some reason I'm not. not. Usually it tells me. I guess you got to go by what they got on on Fanduel, because that's the one that's making the odds on it. Or yeah. And did you hear about that high school kid? Yeah. Who signed to Louisville and hasn't even thrown a pitch in in high school yet? That's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. Well, if Otani's pitching, that changes my thoughts on this game a little bit, but I can't find for sure. Um, okay, let me get back to where I was at. If Otani's not pitching, I would lean toward the red, uh, White Sox, definitely. Yep. Uh, White Sox play better at home. Uh, I kind of like the over the eight and a half on this game as well. Yeah, both teams can score runs. Except, and especially if Otani's in the lineup, then they're really, I mean, but that'll change the odds, though, on it. If he... Ends up pitching. That's, I say maybe it, it's not him. Yeah. Uh, next game we got the Padres at the Giants. 
Giants are minus one and a half on the run line, minus 196 money line. Padres are plus 164 on the money line. Over under for this game is set at eight. Uh, I think that's easily achievable. Padres have lost five in a row and 13 of their last 19. Uh, they've been, they've, Padres have been hitting 196 over the last 30 days. Uh, Gosman's on the mound for the Giants, but Gosman has struggled uh, struggled some since the All-Star break. He has a 4.55 ERA since the All-Star break. But I, I, even with Gosman on the mound, I like the Giants here. Uh, Giants offense has been a lot more productive than what the Padres offense has, has been over the last month. I'd go, I like the Giants on the money line here. Padres uh, beat them last game and broke their uh, their winning streak. Broke the Giants' win streak. I think this would be a really good game because I don't think the Padres are going to stay losing and playing that bad for the whole for the rest of the season. I mean, they they've surely got to. Got to do something to to bust that slump, and who knows? Playing maybe against the best team in baseball will make you bust that slump because you gotta you gotta step it up. Yeah, you're not playing the Orioles tonight. You're playing the Giants. Yeah, I I like the Giants though because they've been hot too. Oh well, yeah, I mean. The obvious smart choice is going to be the Giants, but, you know, like... This came off that series with the Dodgers where they played real well. But as a baseball fan in general, you know, I think it's going to be a good game. Oh, yeah, it'll be a good game. Uh, Next game is the Yankees at the Orioles. Uh, Yankees are minus one and a half on the run line, minus 250 money line. Orioles are plus 205 money line. Over-under for this game is set at 10. Got Montgomery on the mound for the Yankees. Ellis on the mound for the Orioles. Uh, Yankees have won three in a row. Uh, Montgomery is 5-6 and six with the 3.71 ERA. Orioles are uh, the worst team in the league at home. They're 22-51 and 51 at home. They're the worst team in the league, period. And then yeah, their pitching's terrible. There's, there, uh, Ellis is going to be on the mound for them. He's one and zero with a two point zero ERA, but he's only making this is only his second start of the season. He's usually coming out of the bullpen. Uh, I like the Yankees here at the minus one and a half on the run line, just because the money line minus two fifty is too steep. Yank, the Orioles or did play the Yankees tough last night. Yankees won four three last night. I think the Yankees make it 4-0. And I like the under the 10. Oh, yeah. I'll go under the 10 also. Because, you know, I think it's just going to be the Yankees putting up runs. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I think. Then you have the Tigers at the Rays. Uh, The Rays are minus 1.5 on the run line, minus 220 money line. Uh, the Tigers are plus 184 money line. Over-under on this game is set at 8.5. Uh, 
Tigers beat the Rays last night. Uh, Tigers have Alexander on the mound. He's 2-2 two and two with a 4.09 ERA. Uh, the Rays have lost six of their last ten games. Uh, ends on the mound for the Rays. He's 1-0 and with a 3.38 ERA. Uh, I like the Tigers here as uh, road dogs. Uh, they're playing good right now. Rays have been kind of struggling. I, I think the Tigers are just going to catch the Rays at the right time or they're hot and the Rays haven't been. Uh, so I would lean toward the Tigers here. Well, the Rays are like the second or third best team in baseball, though, yeah. this year. Yeah, they just have their their problem. With, the only pro, biggest problem with the Rays is they're inconsistent on uh, inconsistent offense. They can score 10 runs or they can go out there and not score any at all. A lot of times there's no in-between. Yeah. It's been a lot of teams this year. Yeah. Then you have the Astros at the Rangers. Don't even get me fucking started on this series. You have uh, Astros minus one and a half run line, minus 220 in the money line. Rangers are plus 184 in the money line. Uh, the Rangers have won seven of their last 11 games. They have Otto on the mound. He's 0-1-1 with a 6.92 ERA. Astros have Valdez on the mound. He's 10-5 and with a 3.26 ERA. Uh, I like Astros here, but minus 220 on the money line is a little steep, so I'd probably go to the minus 1.5 on the red line. I'm going to stay away from this game. I said this Rangers are my team, and I have a burning hate for the Astros like no other team in baseball. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> so, I tend to not use my head correctly whenever I'm picking this game. I mean, it's always a great game to watch. I always love watching it. Say hell, because they always play each other so damn tough. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, he, uh, I think Astros, I believe, won last night's game. They whooped the shit out of them the other day. Like, put 13 on them or something. I've not, I don't think there's been a team that's had. 10-plus runs put on them in a season more than the Rangers have this year. Oh, Orioles would probably be up there with them. Bring Nolan back. I, I don't understand what that... They need to bring Nolan back as the GM. I don't know why they're, they they don't... They keep just rebuilding. They don't give a, a chance to turn into anything. The two or three players that they have you know, on their rebuild that are actually doing something, they end up get, getting rid of them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They don't give like them a chance to, to grow. Back-to-back back years, they've gotten rid of their best two two or three pitchers. They've gotten rid of their best two or three hitters. I mean, look, they got rid of Odor, Elvis Andrews, Joey Gallo, Lance Lynn, uh, and Kyle Gibson. 
all within like the last year. Hell, not even that. Maybe six months. Yeah. And like that's the heart of your team right there. Like, how are you going to sit there and give away yeah. the heart of your team? Yeah, I don't know how they expect to uh, rebuild when you don't give it long. You don't give the players long enough to develop or anything. You have to have some patience. I know. I know it's, it's hard. hard yeah, right. But still, like, geez. Uh, we're going to take a short break, then we'll be back and we'll jump into the football. That's all the baseball for today. Ooh, Michael Brantley's out for the Astros. So we'll uh, take a short break, then we'll j- come back, jump into some NFL and some college football. Uh, enjoy these clips from our YouTube page while we take a short break. We'll be back here in just a few. We'll go. Let's try this one. It's all the Jake Paul hype yet. Uh, I think he's a good boxer. Do I think he's a high level and could compete with like professional boxers? No. Uh, has he fought it? Has he fought a, a pure striker or a, a pure boxer to where he could prove that he's been that he can uh, box with at a pro level? Not yet. Tyron Woodley is going to be the best striker he's fought. Tyron Woodley ain't a boxer, but Tyron Woodley is going to be the best pure striker that he uh, Woodley's fought so far. He fought an NBA player that was coming in with his head down and not even looking where he was throwing. Then he fought Ben Askren. I'm a big Ben Askren fan. Big Ben Askren ain't known for his striking. I don't know why Ben Askren even thought he was going to get there and box. Ben Askren beat people by taking them down, holding them down, and pounding them, pounding them somewhere they're on the ground. He wasn't he went known at all for for his striking ability on his feet. Yeah. You can't, I mean, you can't take it away from him. Jake Paul. He's looked good in, in them fights. I think Woodley's going to be the toughest uh, fight he's had so far just because I think Woodley's the best striker he's fought. But I'd like to see him fight a boxer. You don't even have to be a top-level boxer yet. Fight fight a, a mid-level boxer everybody knows. See how it goes. If it goes good, move up, move up in competition. But I'm not saying jump in against like Floyd Mayweather or somebody like that your first first time fighting a professional boxer, you don't have to do that, but just fight fight somebody that's a boxer, not an NBA player, not a wrestler. Now you're fighting an MMA guy that, hey, can strike. I think Woodley's going to knock Paul's head off. I think Woodley has is going to have too much power for him. I think Woodley has enough striking that he's going to be able to compete with him. I don't see Jake. I don't think Jake Paul's going to beat Woodley, but I'm not going to lie. I'm interested. I'm interested in seeing it on a, it's uh, next Sunday night. Don't forget, we now have merch. Come back, go check that merch store out. Also, on that same link as the merch, there is also a, a donation page there too. If you'd like to donate to the show to help the show grow, check those out. Uh, hopefully, you find some merch on there you like. Right now, we have a couple T-shirts for. Uh, T-shirt for each show, a hoodie, and a hat. I'm working on some more stuff. We'll have more merch coming out here real soon. But hit that merch store up. Check it out. Also, check us out on YouTube. Hit that uh, subscribe button and hit that bell for so you can get the notifications. Also, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. Anchor Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast. You can find Easy Money, a sports betting show, and 
GSR Gonzo Sports Room if you just want the audio versions. All right. Again, real quick, because after seeing these fights over the weekend, it's back in my head. These UFC fighters need to band together, stand together somehow, join a fucking fighters union or whatever you got to do. You guys got to get paid more. There's no way anybody should be going in that cage and fighting like that and making like, for example, the dude that fought Sean O'Malley last week, Chris Latino, if he wouldn't have got the fight bonus, they got the fight night bonus for fight of the night or whatever, so he got a, they got a 75000 bonus. But if he wouldn't have got that, he was only going to make fit like fifteen grand, And that's not counting paying his coaches or team, you know what I mean? Any expenses he has to pay, like coaches, team, any of that. Taxes. So, hell, after taxes and paying everybody, he might have made like eight grand, seven, eight grand for that, or eight or nine grand for that fight. There ain't no way. That's that's not right. That dude took that dude took a, almost two hundred punches to the fucking face. Got lucky, ended up making about ninety thousand before taxes and paying everybody. So he, he ended up with a decent payday because it was fight of the night. But and there's been all there's a lot of cases, man. There's a lot of these fights. Some of these guys on these prelims might are fighting for five, six grand. By the time you pay your fucking team, you ain't making shit. Maybe three grand. That's not enough to be getting in there like that. They. The fighters have to find a way to change that. The UFC makes too much fucking money to be paying the fighters like that. But the, they let them get it. I mean, until the fighters stand up and do something, they're going to keep, as long as they can get away with it, they're going to keep doing it. But it, it's crazy. But anyway, that's just a little rant of mine. But I think it's, I think it's bullshit. That, I mean, UFC, I ain't just in UFC, all fighters in MMA, they need to come together, join a, uh, start a union, whatever they need to do, whatever, but to get more, to fight to get better pay. Because there's no, you shouldn't be, there ain't nobody should be fighting, going in there and fighting in a cage and making five, six grand. That's just, that's terrible. Especially when you're fighting for a fucking billion dollar company like fucking UFC. I can understand if you're fighting for a little mom and pop outfit and they're not paying you much, but UFC, that's the, I mean, that's the, Highest level you can get in MMA, and you're making five, five, six grand for a fight, and that's before you pay, you even pay your coaches or your team or anything. But no, that's bullshit. Talk about uh, some of these rookie quarterbacks. Uh, first ones I want to talk about uh, are the two that are competing for a spot here with the Indianapolis Colts. You have Jacob Eason, and uh, surprised that. Uh, the surprise of the Colts training camp so far has been Sam Ellinger, uh, quarterback from Texas. Had a good college career. Uh, I don't think anybody, not even the Colts, expected him to uh, be playing like he uh, be as, as far as long as he is now uh, when they drafted him. You have Easton, who they drafted last year. He, play, he played well in the, in the preseason game. Uh, when uh when it was announced that Carson Wentz was hurt and having surgery, everybody just assumed that Jacob Eason was going to be the starter until Wentz got back. And when I say everybody, I think I think even the Colts, even the Colts coaching staff and stuff at that time. When it was announced that Carson Wentz was hurt and having surgery, but I even think the uh, the Colts coaching staff staff at that time didn't uh, didn't think the Ellinger 
would be uh, compete competing with Easton uh, for the starting position. Then they, training camp started a few days into the training camp. Frank Wright comes out and says that, or you get a report that's saying that uh, Ellinger was taking snaps with the first team. And then Wright comes out and says that they both won't get snaps with, snaps with the first team, but uh, that Easton was going to start. Welcome back to the Easy Money and Sports Betting Show, Thursday, September 16th, 2021. Uh, we just got done breaking down today's slate of baseball games. Now we're about ready to jump into some football. All right, uh, NFL tonight, Thursday night football. You have the New York Giants at the Washington football team. Uh, Washington football team is uh, three-and-a-half-point favorites, minus 184 in the money line. Giants are plus 154 in the money line. Over-under for this game is set at 40-and-a-half. Uh, this game's a tough one for me right now because uh, I like the Giants. I think the Giants have gotten better, but the damn turnovers by Daniel Jones scares me away from that some. But then you have the Washington football team who don't really have a quarterback. Uh, Fitzpatrick's out. They're starting Heineke. I know Heineke played good in that playoff game, but that's a short sample size. This is only going to be his third start. Giants have a pretty good defense as well. So does Washington, though. I mean, they got yeah. they got a decent oh, yeah. D. Washington has a good D, too. Uh, as a Cowboy fan, I hope they both lose. Can we get a draw? Me, a pers- me, me personally... <laughs> I kind of like the uh, Giants on the uh, at the plus three and a half because I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, I think this could definitely be like a, a field goal game. So that's why I like the uh, plus three and a half uh, with the Giants. Is the Giants are st- if if Daniel Jones don't turn can stop turning the ball over they could be they could be a good team they got, went and got some weapons. Saquon's back, but I mean it's going to take him a couple games to get. Off that injury, getting a groove. Hopefully, he runs the ball better tonight. But uh, Washington has a good defensive line. That's their strength. With Chase Young and them guys. Uh, I do, and then I, I lean toward the under the forty and a half, or yeah, under the forty and a half because of both these defenses. I can see it being like a twenty to seventeen game or something like that. Especially since the Redskins don't have their starting quarterback, and you said Daniel Jones is sometimes turnover prone. What are your thoughts on it? I think I, I think I like the Giants at the plus three and a half. Yeah, I don't. I don't know enough about Heineke yet to see. <clears throat> You know, to give him a proper assessment of like what I th- how I think he would play with Fitzgerald in there, I think I would have I would have leaned more towards uh, Washington. But without Fitzgerald and without really knowing what Heineke can do, I mean, yeah, we know he's not a terrible quarterback, but can he lead a team for a while? We don't yeah. know that yet. But on the flip side, can the Giants quarterbacks stop making big uh, big turnovers? Is Saquon going to be Saquon? 
And if he is, then I think that right there alone is is going to help and give uh, the New York Giants the advantage. It's going to be an interesting game to watch tonight, that's for sure. Yeah. Be pretty good, probably. Hey, It'll be good because both the defenses are going to show out. Or it's going to be I think it's a high-scoring game because they're both going to suck ass, you know. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, but you never know. Uh, that's only an NFL game tonight. And of course, we have Sunday games. Uh, we'll talk about some of that in a minute, but let's move to the other game we have tonight in uh, college football. Uh, actually, there's two games. I didn't see this other game on here until just now. You have Alabama A and M against Bethune Cookman. I didn't. I didn't ha- see that game on there until just now. Uh, I would lean toward Alabama A and M on that at the minus two and a half. But the other game tonight, we have Ohio Bobcats against the Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette's minus 19, or they're 19 and a half point favorites. I was going to say, I would figure they'd probably get the... Minus 1,300 on the money line. Ohio's plus 730 on the money line. Over-under for this game is at 56 and a half. Uh, I like Louisiana Lafayette in this game to cover the 19 and a half. I think they'll win by 20 plus. The Raging Cajuns. I, I, I want to take the over on the 56 and a half, but I just don't know how many points Ohio will score. So, let's see. I think they'll score, even if they score 20. Yeah, I, I think I'll lean toward the, toward the under, the 56 and a half. It's a lot of points, especially about two teams that aren't like powerhouse, you know. Well, I can see Louisiana Lafayette scoring in the th- round thirty, but I don't see Ohio scoring twenty or more. So, I, so I, I would go with Lafayette, Louisiana Lafayette minus the nineteen and a half, and then also like the. Uh, the under the 56 and a half. All right. Let me find something else we'll talk about real quick before we give out the picks or the picks of the day and get out of here. But I got to find which page I wrote it on here. There it is. All right. Uh, yesterday, I gave out my NFL power rankings on the GSR show. Uh, I thought we'd go run through them real quick. <laughs> uh, at number 20, I have the the Baltimore, or actually at 19, because I forgot. I had one team listed twice. So actually, it's just in the ninth, my top 19, because I had to add a 20. I had the Arizona Cardinals listed twice on here. <laughs> Damn, they played so good, Chris. You had them twice? I had them, being at, <laughs> I had them at 11 and at 8. And I didn't. I noticed it when I was reading through it. But so at nineteen would be uh, Baltimore. Uh, the eighteenth team I had was the uh, Los Angeles Raiders, or whoa, 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 Las Vegas Las Raiders. Las Vegas. Eighteen, I have the Dolphins. 
At 17, I have uh, the Tennessee Titans. 16. Wait a minute, I messed that all up, didn't I? Yeah. 15 would be the Pittsburgh Pirates. 14, the New England Patriots. 13, I have the Dallas Cowboys. 12, I have the Indianapolis Colts. 11, Los Angeles Chargers. Um, 10, Green Bay Packers. 9, I have the uh, Buffalo Bills. 8, Arizona Cardinals. 7, San Francisco 49ers. 6, I have the Seattle Seahawks. 5, Cleveland Browns. 4, the New Orleans Saints. 3, Los Angeles Rams. At 2, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. And at 1, for my Week 2 power rankings, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Any of those you think should be different? I think you got Green Bay way too high. Green Bay is not better than the Colts or the Cowboys. They should. Be. I think they will be. I, I, that's just one game. I don't think they will be. I think they... You got two guys, and this is their main two guys. Neither one of them want to be there. You can't, yeah, but you can't overreact for, for one game. So we'll see what happens this game. And I'll, yeah, I mean... Just for week three. I'm not saying about their play. I'm just saying about how much is that going to spread through the locker room when your two best players on the on your team don't want to be there anymore. I mean, yeah, some guys may be like, hey, y'all get the fuck out of here. Let let somebody else step up if y'all don't want to be here. You know, one of the, there's going to be a guy or two that's going to do that, but, like, how good are they compared to Devontae and, and Rodgers? Like, yeah. Jordan Love and who? <laughs> like, I don't know. I I think they're, I think they're going to have too much. That 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 right there, just knowing that your two stars are not going to probably be there next year and don't want to be there this year, I think that's just going to do something in the locker room that's going to just make them like, could. hey, you know what? Biggest problem. Biggest, to hell with this uh, season. Let's you know finish ride this season out and just start over next year. Biggest question I have with the Packers is. Their offensive line because Bakatari's out. Well, that's that too. I didn't even. I forgot all about that's my, that. That's my biggest question with Bakatari out. But probably, if not the best lineman, which at least I, top three best lineman going in the week one, I would have had the Packers a lot higher than ten. So dropping them, they I basically dropped them down to ten, and then see what happens this week, and then they might drop lower. Because going into the season, I would have had the I had the Packers up there top five or six. Going into the season until, but they didn't look good at all uh, Sunday, that's for sure. And I mean, not to sound biased or anything because, you know, they're, they're my hometown team, but Dallas, like, they played a hell of a game and they should have won that game. But that missed field goal and that missed extra point came back to bite them in the ass. Yeah, they, they, I would probably put them at maybe. Where what are, where'd you have them? Uh, I have Dallas at thirteen. Yeah, I would have probably put them at least nine or ten, maybe. Me personally, 
I mean, because, hell, you, they took the number one team and should have beat them. Yeah, but also in that, you can also look at it the other way where they had three or four, they had all those turnovers and, and still didn't win the game. Right. What if, what if Tampa Bay plays a clean a clean game? You know what I mean? So Yeah. It can go both ways. Same thing with the Colts. I had the Colts at 12, but that can go both ways because the Colts, they lost. That was a terrible loss by the Colts. But I've also seen the Colts look like that in week one and then go on and play good. So you know, and I'm, also it's against the Seahawks, who are yeah. going to be one of the probably top five best teams in the league. I had the Seahawks at six right now. Yeah, I have the Brown Browns and the Saints and the Rams, Chiefs and Tampa are my top five. That's the only thing that on that one in the top five that I think would probably change any would is maybe the Saints. The Saints and the Browns are they going to stay stay steady? I think the Browns are going. To be, I think the Browns I think if, have, are, are probably going to win the AFC uh, North this year. I think they're going to win their division. It's cool. it's good possibility if they can stay healthy. Mm-hmm. And the Saints, I think the Saints are going to be right there. And if Winston plays like if Winston can play like he's capable of and doesn't tr- have a lot of turnovers, <laughs> New Orleans is going to be tough. I've, I've said because they have another element they ain't, that they haven't had the last three years. <coughs> now you have to watch out for the deep ball. You can't just drop back, play zone, and force and uh, try to keep everything in front of you like you could with Drew Brees. And not even you that. Know what I mean, he's mo- more mobile yeah. too. Like because with Brees, teams knew they weren't going to throw the ball deep, so they could, they could play zone, just try to keep everything in front front of them, make the yeah. tackles. Now you can't do that with Winston because hey, and he throws a beautiful deep ball, dude. Man. And if you're too deep on him and you leave wide open space, he's yeah. going to run on you. Yeah. And, I mean, you still have, look at the weapons they still have. I, yeah. Tom, Michael Thomas, I know that he has problems there, but he's and tough he's right now. But, but they still have some other good receivers. Yeah. And then Kamara. Kamara's one of the best. He's right up there, to, in my opinion, is one of the best backs in the league. At least top four or so, I would say. Because, honestly, <coughs> he should have been higher in the uh, MVP conversation last year. I mean, don't get me wrong. I thought Rodgers deserved MVP last year, but you could have, you could have put Kamara right up there because with the, the Saints went last year as Kamara went, basically. Yeah, especially whenever uh, Taysom Hill was was starting. Well, when Taysom Hill was starting, and it's actually weird. And this was a crazy thing. Cause I had Taysom or not Taysom. I had Alvin Kamara on my <clears throat> fantasy team last year, and he was killing. But when Breeze went out and Taysom Hill came in. You would have thought that they would have ran the ball more. So you would have thought Kamara would have been more involved. It was the opposite. Kamara was less involved in the offense. His numbers went. That seems odd. Yeah, but his numbers went way down <laughs> when uh, Taysom Hill came in. I don't know if it's because they were trying to run the ball with Hill or what, but his numbers went way down. And the reason that could be, oh, is with Hill, the defense, they're not respecting the pass. So they're gonna put an extra guy up. They're gonna put extra guys up in the box. Yep. Now you're trying to run exactly. against a heavy box. But yeah, and Kam- then Taysom Hill is basically a running back himself. Kamara's numbers, dude, just it cost it cost me the the league last year because it was right right wow. at our it was right at our uh, playoff time. Well, then the next week, uh, fucking Kamara goes off for six touchdowns or some shit. I wouldn't have expected that because I was killing last year because. When Kamara was a big part of it, because hell, fuck, he was about thirty points a game most games, but not not when Hill came in. <laughs> and I'd expect I was expecting to go the other way, right? It didn't. 
but all right. Uh, let's look at let's look ahead at a few of the NFL games real quick before we give out the picks. I can find them. No, I don't want to look at Indiana College games. While you look that up, I'm going to go ahead and give out my uh, weekly Premier League picks for uh, for soccer for the Premier League in England. And of course, I'm going to start out with the my favorite team, Manchester United. They're uh, playing West Ham, and I got Manchester United to win over West Ham this week. I've got Liverpool over over Crystal Palace. Should be a pretty easy game for Liverpool. They're one of the better teams in the league. Crystal Palace isn't. Um, So I got Liverpool in that game. Um, Man City, I got them to win over Southampton. Man City's also one of the best teams in the league, and Southampton's a decent decent side, but they're not up there with Man City yet. And in a, which should be a very good game against Aston Villa versus Everton. I'm gonna pick Everton on that one. I just think they got a little bit more pace and a little bit. Uh, they're a little bit uh, deeper squad than Aston Villa is. And then the last one, which is gonna be a, should be a hell of a game this weekend. It's a Tottenham against Chelsea. And I'm Chelsea's not done me wrong yet. Tottenham's hot right now. They got a new coach. They're like they've been playing high, but I don't I don't I don't think that they can handle Chelsea. So the only thing that Chelsea got me last time was because Reese James got a damn red card and they were playing ten ten against eleven men half over half the fucking game. But I like Chelsea on that one, so my my five for this week is uh, Man United over West Ham. Chelsea over Tottenham, Everton over Aston Villa, Liverpool over Crystal Palace, and Man City over Southampton. And that's week uh, match day five of thirty-eight. Get those ones in. Last week I went four and one, and the one was another damn red card. The only two losses I've had so far are because of red cards. And red card can change the whole outcome of a game. But they're not, you don't see them that often. So it's hard yeah. to be like, just to think, hey, there's going to be a red card in this game. Like, yeah. it's one of those just things that aren't that often, really. And I've had two of them in back to back weeks. So, or if not, I've been 5 and 0 in both. So get your, better put your picks in on those ones if you want to win some. Easy money. That's all I got for Premier League this week. All right. Uh, before I give out the picks I have for baseball, a uh, couple of these NFL games, we'll break them down a lot more tomorrow on our Friday show. And, I'll, of course, I'll put out all of our uh, NFL picks and stuff up on our uh, social media accounts. But uh we got the Raiders at the Steelers. I think that could be an interesting game. Both teams coming off wins. Uh, Raiders Ra- look pretty good, man. Yep. 
And that Raiders for the Raiders, that was a comeback win. Yeah. Um, another game that in that game there, man, that could be real interesting. I think that's gonna come down to if uh last possession. It could. Of course, I'm real interested in the Rams at the Colts. Colts have another tough game. Colts offensive line play better step up this week because they didn't play very good last week, and now you're playing against one of the better defensive lines. Oh, yeah. Especially with Aaron Donald. Uh, yeah, if they don't watch out, they could be in a lot of trouble this And their secondary is going to play better, or Stafford will burn them deep all day long. I know a lot of people think oh, that Stafford's not that good of a quarterback because he's been in Detroit, but Stafford can play. I think people are going to realize that this year now that he's on a better team. I thought Stafford should have went to the Colts. I thought he would have been a perfect fit for the Colts. That's what I was hoping, but the Rams came over the top of everybody. And yeah. Bills and Dolphins, that could be an interesting game. Bills Bills coming off a loss. Dolphins got, a, Dolphins got like a one-point win, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Patriots at the Jets. You got to like the Patriots in this game. Bill Belichick eats usually eats up rookie quarterbacks. Uh, so you, I, I would say you have to be favoring New England on that game. 49ers and Eagles, that could be a good game. Eagles look pretty good their uh, first game of the season. Saints and Panthers, I don't think. I don't think the Panthers are going to have enough for the Saints. Vikings and Cardinals. I think the Cardinals. I think the Vikings don't have enough firepower to hang with the Cardinals either. If they had a better quarterback, I mean, you got Jefferson and Thielen and Cook and I forgot. Uh, their defense. Their tight end got hurt. Um, he's on the IR. Their de- and their def- their defense is the thing that has to play better for. You're getting a few guys that are starting to age a little bit. Buccaneers at Falcons. Tampa Bay should win that one pretty easy. Yeah, they should spank them. Cowboys and Chargers, that, that could be a good game. Both both teams look pretty good week one. Tennessee and Seattle. Tennessee didn't look good week one. Yeah, I look for them to, to right the ship, yeah. though, and start getting shit clicking. Sunday night, you have the Chiefs at the Ravens. That that could be a good Sunday night game. Yeah, I think that's going to be a really good game. And then Monday night, you have the Lions and Packers, and that game is always a good game. It, it don't matter what the records are or what that divisional game. It seems like the Lions and Packers is always a crazy game. About like the the Vikings and Packers. Like I said, we'll go we'll go through and break break the games down tomorrow. I just wanted to kind of take a look at some of them. I'm interested in the Knights game. Giants at the football team. At the football team. All right, let's get to my baseball picks. Baseball picks for today. I like the uh, I like the Giants money line against the Padres. I like the Reds. Money line against the Pirates. I think the Reds are finally going to get back on track. I like the Yankees. Minus one and a half against the Orioles. 
and I like the Astros. One uh, minus one and a half against the Rangers. Uh, that's going to be my four baseball picks for today. And then in the night's uh, football game, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with the Giants plus the three and a half. I think it's going to be a field goal game. I like having that having the hook there. So that's going to be my uh, my picks for today: four baseball and one football. Actually, no. Going to do college. Take that back. I'm going to take the. Uh, I'm actually going to give that game to. I'll take a Louisiana Lafayette uh, minus the nineteen and a half. So I have uh, the Yankees minus one and a half, Astros minus one and a half, Giants money line, Reds money line, the New York Giants football team plus three and a half, and Louisiana Lafayette minus 19 and a half. That's going to be my picks for today. You have it. You have any other ones there? Now I'll recap mine real quick. Uh, I got Man United to win over West Ham. Chelsea to beat uh, Tottenham. Everton to beat Aston Villa. Liverpool to beat Crystal Palace. Man City to beat Southampton. There's one game that I want to take and pick the who everybody would consider the underdog, but I don't want to hurt my record in case... <laughs> But the Leicester City and Brighton game, I think, is going to be a hell of a game. And I think Brighton is going to come out on top on that game. I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to pick it. But if I was to pick that game, I would. I would pick Brighton on that one. That's uh, it's, it's going to be a good game. They're both about equal on where they're at. I think that's about all I got for this week. Also, don't forget uh, for <clears throat> for this weekend, if you're looking for stuff to do around around Muncie, don't forget the Washington Street Festival is this weekend. Um, come out Saturday, September what is it, 18th. To the Guardian Brewing Company, they're having a Oktoberfest party going on there. It'd be a good time, so y'all come out, drink some uh, local local brewed beer. All right, before we get out of here, uh, first got one announcement. Uh, we've been advertising that we're going to have a uh, interview today on at five five p.m. Uh, due, due to some unfortunate circumstances, uh, that's going to have to be postponed. We're still going to have uh, the ladies' man, Mike King, on the show. Uh, he just isn't going to be able to be on today. Uh, so we will let you guys know when that's going to happen. Uh, we'll get that rescheduled here real soon. Uh, also, you can find Easy Money, a sports betting show, Monday through Friday. YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch at 11 a.m. Eastern. We're also live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with GSR Gonzo Sports Room on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and that's at 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can also find Easy Money, a sports betting show, and GSR Gonzo Sports Room on uh, Apple Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Breaker, Breaker Cast, Pocket Cast. Anywhere you uh, listen to podcasts, you can find us. Yep. 
uh, follow us on social media. That's where we make all of our announcements. We post all of our uh, picks for Easy Money. Post, uh, announce like interviews and stuff for GSR. Uh, follow us on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All at Gonzo Sports Room. Uh, also, check out our merch store. Uh, merch store. Streamlabs.com forward slash Gonzalez Sports forward slash merch. Get that merch. It's uh, about to start getting it's getting chilly now in the morning, so get your hoodies, got your long sleeve tees, your beanies. You guys need to all go out and get this uh, this shirt we have up here on your screen right now. It's the uh, <laughs> it's the Missing Steve shirt. Where's uh, he at? We don't know. Go out, buy this shirt. Help, help us find Steve. Help us find St- Steve. Where are you? Like it says on there, you can contact Gonzo Sports Room. Uh, most people know about this uh, this running joke, but if you don't know, he's not really he missing. Really guys. missing he's not but, really missing. We, but this is a that's one of the shirts that's on there. So uh, go check out that merch store. There's also a donation page at that same link. Uh, if you'd like to donate to the show to help the show grow, we'd appreciate that as well. That link one more time is streamlabs.com forward slash Gonzalez Sports forward slash merch. Get that what's up motherfucker shirt. You can find it. Uh, you can find that link in the We're video description. Or it's in the uh, bottom of, or it's going across the uh, bottom of your screen in the ticker. Uh, well, before we get out of here, you have anything else, Eric? Um, be on the lookout at our Facebook page and our Instagram page uh, for our upcoming stuff. Uh, we got some stuff coming up. We got uh, DCCW uh, Harvest Havoc 3 on October 3rd at Mad Jackson Muncie. So uh, all y'all get out and support local local wrestling company. And we'll be there live streaming. So come out and join us live and have a night of good fun. You'll have uh, some couple WWE legends and Hall of Famers. Uh, Gangrel, Boogeyman. Uh, Rikishi, I heard he's supposed to be there. Uh, you're gonna have kendo sticks and chairs, and it's gonna be a good good time. So come out and show support. It's a fifteen dollar general admission, I believe, right? And uh, they have a VIP packet or second row VIP. There's not very many. There's not very many left. So you better jump on those now while you can. They're thirty five dollars a piece, and you get a you get a picture. Boogeyman and Gang Grill on it that they will autograph for you. You get in at an hour early, so you get in at three o'clock instead of four, so that way you can beat the line and meet the WWE superstars and Hall of Famers. So should be a good night. So come and join us. Uh, join GSR for for Harvest Havoc three October third. Uh, Mad Jackson Muncie. Yeah, if you need, uh, if you need tickets, you can uh, contact Coon Dog Terry Coons. Or go to the Delaware County Championship Wrestling Facebook page. Send them a message. Somebody will get back with you real quick. Also, con- contact me. I can get you tickets. Uh, contact me on social media or whatever, and we'll make sure you get the ticket you need. Yep. Uh, I think Holden Noreen also can uh, get you w- with the tickets. Or get Shout you out with, to Holden. Or can get you with somebody that can get you tickets. So uh, there's a lot of, oh yeah, just get a hold of somebody. We'll make sure you get the ticket you need, but don't wait. Yep. Uh, this show's probably going to sell out. Especially if you want those VIP. Yeah, this show's probably going to be a sellout, so you want to get your tickets now before they're gone. And don't forget to, uh, Saturday, same, in the same Mad Jack's building as the Guardian Brewing Company, so go out there and 
Oktoberfest Saturday for that. Uh, what else we got? We got anything else? Uh, Saturday we'll be live for the UFC Fight Night. Um, of course, the name's going Span. Span versus uh, I can't remember right now. Anthony Smith. Uh, UFC Fight Night Smith versus Span. I'll be at Oktoberfest. Come uh, see me at Oktoberfest. Prelims, I believe, start at four. Main card starts at seven. We'll be live for that with the live watch along and uh, reactions. Uh, I'll get a post made, or I'll put out a graphic here in a little while with the exact time that we'll be going live. Uh, once I talk to the other guys, see who's all available and what time they can be available. But all right, anything else, Eric? Shout out, ladies, man, Mike King. Uh, can't wait to well, we can get that rescheduled and get you on here. That's going to be a good one when we can get that in. But uh, you know, best wishes and everything to him. And so, all right. Uh, we hope to see you guys tomorrow morning at eleven for Easy Money, and again at one p.m. Eastern for GSR Gonzo Sports Room. Hope everybody has a, is having a great week. Have a great Thursday. We'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Be safe. Peace. Peace. Thank you.